They said it was forbidden. They said it was dangerous. They were right. Introducing the paranoid American homunculus owner's manual. Dive into the arcane, into the hidden corners of the occult. This isn't just a comic. It's a hidden tome of supernatural power. All original artwork illustrating the groundbreaking research of Juan Ayala, one of the only living homunculologists of our time. Learn how to summon your own homunculus, an enigma wrapped in the fabric of reality itself, their power at your fingertips, their existence, your secret. Explore the mysteries of the Aristotelian, the spiritual, the Paracelsian, the Crowleyan homunculus, ancient knowledge lost to time, now unearthed in this forbidden tale. This comic book holds truths not meant for the light of day, knowledge that was buried, feared, and shunned. Are you ready to uncover the hidden, the paranoid American homunculus owner's manual, not for the faint of heart, available now from Paranoid American. Get your copy at tjojp.com or paranoidamerican.com today. everybody welcome back to another episode of the one-on-one podcast i have a very special guest with me today a podcast virgin a my my hunting mentor my archery mentor and somebody i can call a friend now what's up jeff welcome to the show man how you doing one you, you nervous uh, bro the, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no i just you know it's it's just uh, different you know what i mean so yeah it's it, it yeah, i've cool. done i think i've done probably over a hundred episodes all together like guesting on podcast and even on oh, my right. show i've done on my show at least on my shows i've done over a hundred episodes yeah and i'm gonna be doing my first radio talk show next month which oh, should be real was that somewhere local on a local station or something or no it's gonna be a station out of california oh nice and and Damn, it's man. like a That's conspiracy show yeah it's gonna be yeah, a live yeah, yeah. show it's be pretty cool so that's great obviously we i've been talking about a little bit on my show that i got into archery i got into archery because of my buddy david he had been i i've always been a very a very impulsive person right and i mean that's how i've been all my life i've been kind of impulsive and whenever i get into a hobby i always go all out because and i know this sounds cliche but my nah. dad always told me, like, if you're going to do something, be number one at it. Because nobody ever remembers number two or or what you could have been, right? So, obviously, I got into archery when, and I was reluctant to get into it. But I did. And I've always been into guns. And I've always wanted to go hunting. Right, right. And then when I seen those videos of, like, John Dudley and Cameron Haynes and, obviously, Joe Rogan hunting with a bow and arrow, that, to me, is so badass oh and... it's yeah I'm, I'm telling you man I, I can relate to you big time 
Um, as far as, you know, when you get into something, you, you know, you get into it all the way. And you know what, when it comes to archery and hunting, um, or just archery, like tar I don't target, you know, I don't target shoot, but it's the same aspect. If you do it, you, you gotta, you gotta hit the ground running and go all out. Um, yeah. you just have to, there's, there's too much on the line. There's, there's too much time invested. You know, you're talking about, um, you know, taking an animal's life, you know what I mean? So there's a responsibility to it. Um, so to, to half step it, you know, it, it's just, I've hunted with people who half step it or have half stepped it. And, you know, let me tell you something, man, I don't talk to them guys anymore because they're, it, it, it just, it ends up getting reckless and like uh, there's a lack of respect for, you know, the life of the animal yeah. you're pursuing. And, um, you know, I just, that's just not how I roll. So, yeah. And before we get into it, this is, since you're new to the podcast, this is the question I ask everybody yeah. who, who comes on my podcast and I hate to put you on the spot, but this is a question I ask everybody who is yeah, Jeff Solter? Who, who, who are you, man? <laughs> uh, okay. No, that's straight. Um, no, I'm a, I'm a husband. I'm a, I'm a dad. Um, you know, I live here in Florida on the uh, East coast in Sebastian, Indian river County. Um, you know, I moved here probably about 14 years ago. I had to get out of the Northeast. Um, and, uh, you know, I was currently an electrician up North and I knew with that trade, I can kind of go anywhere and get a job and get established and, you know, I met my wife here and started a family. Um, so, I mean, that, that's pretty much it. And like you said, you know, you get into these things, these patterns, um, you know, up north. I hunted when I, was a, when I was a kid for a long time. And I kind of got, as I got into like my teenage years, you know, uh, I kind of lost interest in it, lost myself a little bit. And you know, got into other things, got into cars and, you know, party scenes. And, you know, I kind of left the outdoors behind for a little while. Uh, there were, you know, things that didn't interest me, like patience and cold weather. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, something, I mean, I kind of lost myself for a while. And I, as growing up, you know, it wasn't cool to a lot of people to be an outdoorsman. Or at least I didn't feel that way. The people I was around, they didn't, um, you know, they kind of looked down at it like you're just some redneck. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I went to a, I went to a technical school to learn uh, how to be an electrician, and you know, it was either you were either like a city kid, or they were just like rednecks. You know what I mean? So it's, you kind of had to pick a side, and I was kind of like in the middle. You know what I mean? So I kind of skated through. And like I said, I got into cars and stuff and, uh, you know, I ended up on the tournament paintball scene for a while, which was pretty cool. But then I moved here and kind of, you know, found who I really was and, you know, found my wife, met her and she kind of like, you know, supported me and pushed me into getting back to, you know, who I was growing up and, um, which is the kid with bare feet running around the woods with a 22 and <laughs> i mean it's just like it, it just felt good man I, I i hooked up with this guy uh that i worked with one day he said hey you want to go hog hunting 
And I said, well, you know, I haven't been hunting in a while. You know, I like small game hunting. I like walking, seeing things and being occupied. So he said, yeah, man, no, we're just going to go out and walk with shotguns. We see some pigs, we'll shoot them. And I said, well, that sounds really cool because I don't like tree stands sitting and waiting and, you know, but of course, yeah. you know, this is going back like 10 years ago and that, that evolved, but that's how I got to, you know, the passion that I love now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel you on that. What you were saying before about me as a fisherman, because I'm, I'm real big into fishing when there, there's got to be some sort of respect for the animal when it's with hunting it's a little bit different what i like about you is that just from the pictures alone that you take you can tell you're an ethical hunter you can tell that you respect the animal that you respect the game because it's like you said when you get hooked up with people who don't then then that that's when it gets kind of like it, it's it's you're, you're still killing the animal as like when i go fishing it's catch and release because i do a lot of bass fishing Right. But when you kill the animal, you still need to have some sort of respect for it because it's you're as like you said, you're taking a life. And it's something like when 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 I first went with you on Saturday, which is the first time I had ever gone to do to do that. I, I you know, I'd been places where it's remote. I've been to the Everglades, I've fished in the Everglades, it's it's where there's no people for 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 miles and but when you're in the dark in the middle of the swamp pretty much because that's what right. we're at in florida it's it hits you a little bit differently and then you're on top of a a, a freaking tree stand what like 15 feet up in the air right right waiting for for a monster to come through that's what it feels it, like right? it hits you, know? you a little bit different yeah, yeah. it's a different respect you, you got like if you don't get respect from that you know and, and that's just hog hunting to me is is really um as fun as it is, and it, I feel that it's looked down at a little bit by, you know, in the hunting community, because you're kind of sitting over bait, um, you know, which some people debate that that's not a, a fair or a, a very woodsman, you know, doesn't display your woodsmanship skills because you're sitting on bait and you're, you know, so. It's I like live bait fishing. I, I, I'm an artificial fisherman and when that, I see that's somebody a good, live bait, it's, it's the same shit. That's a huge compare. That's a very, very good comparison. You know, it's like, you know, there's you cheating this and that, but like, you know, something when you're in there, when you're in that stand, like one way or the other, man, you're trying to outsmart that animal. And, you know, um, the, uh, you know, like you said, waiting for a monster, like, you don't know what's going to show up, you know, you don't know where they're coming from. You don't know if they got you pegged. And when you're in that stand, there is a respect for the area you know, you were like, you know, you're in their world, man, you know? Yeah. And it, uh, it's definitely a feeling that you need to experience to like really understand it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what a lot of people don't get. A lot of people are against people who, who are against an idea that have nothing that they, that they know nothing about. They don't experience it to really know much about it. It's like, Oh, you're killing an animal. It's like, well, you, you don't know, you know, that, that that hunting is a very big part of conservation as well and oh, these animals yep. that we're killing it's not just obviously you eat the meat from the animal and you harvest it but it's also serves its purpose of it's an invasive species and needs to be eradicated because it they cause harm and they cause damage oh absolutely you know and that's you know that goes kind of goes to what i was saying about how 
I don't want to call it the bottom of the barrel of hunting, but it's not, it's not at a level, you know, as other game species, because technically they're not a game species, you know? I mean, if you, they're not regulated by the state, you know what I mean? Um, There's no trophy system, like official trophy system, like Boone and Crockett or Pope and Young, like what you get with, you know, uh, others, other, any other species, you know, when it comes to, antlered species or you know bears you know there's skull measurements for bears but when it comes to pigs it's just like yeah he's a stud yeah he's got big teeth but there's not there's nothing that like says like hey we're gonna take your name and put it in a book because it's like you know and, and i, I kind of wish it would get that way because you know i i think it does deserve a little bit more respect than just you know eradicating something um it, it would be uh you know I, i'm not saying they should be up there with elk hunting or something like that it would be cool to get a little bit more recognition you know yeah elk hunting that's definitely something i want to do that that oh, me too man yeah you don't oh, understand how big that animal is until you see like when they're when they're stalking and they're killing you know 60 yards away or whatever it is 80 yards away of your cameron haynes and you're killing elk 80 yeah, yards yeah. away you don't really see how big that animal is until they go up to it and then just the rack on no, when animal. they grab those horns and they turn that head and sit down, it's like, man. Or even bison think, or buffalo, dude. How oh, giant yeah. those things are. Yeah, it's crazy, man. I mean, I've I got friends who've hunted elk, um, taken elk with with uh, compound bows and and even bison, man. And it's like, you know, I, a, a good friend of mine has a trophy room with some of the stuff on his walls. It's, I mean, just seeing a fraction of the animal excuse me is is mind-blowing i mean that's like you killed that with a stick and a string you know yeah it's wild man absolutely and when we were sitting out there saturday night we we sat in that tree stand for like four four and a half hours whatever it was felt felt like longer obviously we got to talking and we got to talking about a little bit of conspiracies and, and I asked you what type of weird shit had happened to you out there. Yeah. And, yeah. You, and you, you freaked me out, dude, with the, with the <laughs> barefoot with, story, <laughs> the barefoot guy, man. Like what in the world? There's people out there. Even in the, in the group that, that I met you on, on Facebook, there was a dude waiting around barefoot hunting in, in the, in the swamp. And I'm like, dude, you're barefoot. You know, you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah and i can i can do snakes and gators i can't do spiders though dude and you were just walking through the spider i was like (laughs) fuck that (laughs) that's funny man because like you know and and like i apologize to you because i don't you know i'm just doing my thing i'm like oh man i gotta be you know i need to kind of be a little more courteous here because you're not used to that shit you know what i mean and i understand that you know it's just and I'm just like walking. I'm like, damn, what the check on him? <laughs> <laughs> you just kept going deeper and deeper. And I'm like, yo, I know. I'm like, yeah, man, I better, going, I better, yeah, I know. I'm like, I better, and then you turn around and you out. go, where'd we come from? And I was like, the fuck if I know I'm following you, bro. It's like pitch black. We're in the, the grass is higher than our heads. And I'm just oh, following yeah, you through man. the, through the woods. And you just turn around. Hey, hey where, where'd we come from? I was like, I, I, I've been fucking paying attention to you this whole time following you. <laughs> Just watching me whacking spiders away, you know. Yeah. Like, let's turn around and go back and follow follow the spider webs that are. But it's like over. it's like what I had told you when when what, what we were saying. Literally, the only light source that was there was was the moon. And it, it, it and the thing about archery, which is the same thing that I get out of fishing, is that what we were talking about about being able to disconnect while you're out there 
and just literally all you hear is the wind and the trees moving and the animals and, and you're just you're just there because because there's a guy i don't know if you've heard of him terrence mckenna who no, he's he's uh very prominent in the psychedelic community and stuff like that and he, he's real big on that we've lost connection with with nature and and obviously Nowadays, everybody's on their fucking phone all the time. We're zombies. We're, we're, we're cyborgs. We don't go anywhere oh, without oh, our yeah, phone. Yep, we're, yep. We're, we're so deep in that. And when you go out there and just to be able to put your phone down and just focus. What I like about fishing is that when I go out there for 10, 12 hours, however long I go out there, I'm focused on that next bite. I'm not thinking about what I got to do for work, what bills I got to pay, what's That's this, it, what's man. that. You're, you're it's like it's like that. your own church you know what i'm saying like it really yeah. is like yeah. a way to i mean that's why like i don't i would like to be able to like influence more people you know to actually experience hunting and fishing and you know you got even even camping or right? you know even hiking you don't have to be out there interacting with wildlife just man go walk around like i mean the woods man to me is like that's my home you know, like I always say, man, I, I could go out there and just, you know, building a little house in the woods and, and not even come out, you know, and it's, <laughs> you it's know like what I'm saying? Show, I like, that, that show that I told you about alone. Alone. Well, I don't know if I could do it by myself. I'd have to have, you know. Bro, that's why that, I told you, that, you're a special breed if you're out there by yourself at night. Yeah, well, psychologically, you know, to, to actually live by yourself without any interaction with anything you know it's not possible you go insane we're social creatures and that that show proves it i mean you you see people have yeah absolute meltdowns and they break down yeah. like spiritually and, and mentally to a like uh, it destroys them you know? well, that's what i tell my wife i, I said listen yeah, it brings you back to to what people were like back then, our ancestors, and like this this primal, this primal nature that we have. But at the end of the day, back then, people survived together. People didn't didn't survive alone. There was there was a community of people. There was a community no, of indigenous can't. people, whoever it was. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. No, we're, we're social creatures. You know that's how we're that's how we're built. You know. So you you remove yourself or a person from that social group, and I'm telling you, man. You never really, you don't think about it. You watch a show like that, you know, at least I never really thought that in, in that yeah. depth about it. And you start seeing it, you know, you see it firsthand, what they go through and the documentation. Yeah. And, and it, it strikes even harder when these people have like young kids at home and, you know, people who are depending on them and birthdays they're missing. I mean, it really, yeah. it, it tears them up, man. Yeah. That so, show really brought it up to the next level of like, yeah, it's, last man standing you got 500 grand but it's <laughs> yeah. until you can go and it, that really uh, and, and even when like if you're out there and and you're like on month three and you're like man how is it that there's somebody else out here they're even a more hardcore motherfucker than i am even if, oh, if they yeah. ask me you know what i mean like that at least a naked and afraid at least you have somebody else with you right but not oh, on yeah, this yeah, show. Yeah. This show, well, there were seasons where they had partners or whatever, but they 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 were mostly alone. And I don't think I could do that because even when people are in, what's that one stuff when they put you on on uh, solitary confinement? Is it? Is that what they call it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, in prison. Yeah, like in, yeah, in prison, like segregation, or whatever. Yeah, they yeah. they 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 go crazy. 
people lose their minds oh, when yeah, they're in solitary the confinement. They're beaten on the glass. I mean, they're like they're like caged animal, like like the worst caged animal. You know, that's I don't know about that, man. You know, I I don't know. It's uh, you know, you you get lost in the beauty of the outdoors, but yeah, <laughs> to a point, it, it'll it'll come back at you. You know, it's a it's a beast. It's it's definitely a beast. I, I it, it's like when people are out in Alaska is a beautiful place. Alaska is a beautiful place, and it's also a very remote place. Montana is beautiful. Utah has its places. Where else mm -hmm. is is it that I want to go? I want to go to Montana. I want to go to Utah. Washington is a shithole, but it's it's beautiful. It, it's beautiful. Right, right, right. I want to go to BC as well. BC in Canada. It's, it's British Columbia. Yeah. Yep. It's it's beautiful out there. And what is it? People in Washington, and I know people in Alaska. They suffer from. There was an episode of of alone that i was watching where the guy literally cried because the way his camp was set up the sun wouldn't hit it right so he got like the oh, short yeah. Of the yeah, and when he got a ray of sunshine he was like crying and i'm like just from getting sunshine because with what's happening right now in the world with the whole coronavirus bullshit people are indoors and a lot of people are suffering depression the suicides are up just from a simple thing that if you go outside and you get vitamin D from the sun, literally, it can help you like tremendously. And oh, they've, they've proven that, man. Like just like depression alone, you know, like go for a walk yeah. go out in the sun. You know, I mean, that's that's the thing for real. Yeah. So we obviously we, we weren't successful that on Saturday night because of unforeseen circumstances. And we apparently somebody they, they blew the, the hogs out of the area because, again, these are these are smart animals. These aren't just any regular type of animals that they, they have. I, I believe what pigs don't have that great of eyesight. They have more of a sense of a smell. True. Yep. Yeah. Their, their sense of smell is like I'm not sure of the number, but it is proven to more like a olfactory sensor than than a mature white tailed deer, which is you know, pretty damn hard to. Uh, contend you know um, yeah i mean they're they're keen animals you, you get not only the physical aspect of the disruption of the land and you know um trees being in the way of normally traveled paths and whatnot but now you have the the stench of probably a big leaking machine you know with with a bunch of people on it just crushing the whole area and that, that brings me to another thing you know Sometimes I overthink things, but I like to know why. Like, what what brought that buggy to that area? You yeah. know, well, so, it wasn't just supposed so, to be back there, no. Well, just so people know, I mean, this is a, a huge area with a lot of trails. That it's all it's you know used as uh, a recreational area for a lot of people. Um, the people aren't really supposed to be back there, um, but they go back there. Where we're at is on on the property edge of where we have permission to be. But what, what's puzzling to me is this big machine, this big swamp buggy, you know, it didn't take any trails. I mean, it came, and that's what they do. That's what they're built for. But why did it just come right up to where we were? And it kind of makes me think that, I think I even mentioned it to you that night, that maybe these guys had, had some dogs dropped out with radio collars that, you know, led them to where the hogs were at. And that's why they came up there and they did a big U-turn and were trying to figure out what's going on and why else would they come all the way up there? 
I don't know. Maybe they're just driving around too. So here we go with me overthinking, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I watch videos of, of hog hunting with dogs and that shit's hardcore. That's a different aspect of because 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 when you hunt hogs with a dog, it's more of the dog, right? You're not depending on well, depending you on depend the dog. On, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Okay, first of all, I've done it a couple times. I don't have my own hunting dogs. Um, I don't know a whole bunch about it. But what I do know is that you know, as a, as a as a dog man, you need to um, you need to place your dogs in an area where they're going to be able to capitalize. You know what I mean? I mean, you, you no. have to go, you have to do your homework, go where you think the pigs might be, find fresh sign. Um, you know, you want to be, you put your dogs in a place where the wind direction is going to favor the dog so they can hone in. So you do play a part in it. Oh, you know, yeah. as a houndsman to do your part and do the, the brains of it all, the intel behind it, and put your dogs in a position where they can, you know, work for you so that much i do know from the few times i've been out with dogs but yeah it's gnarly man you want to, that's some that's some crazy shit right there dog mind you, is, the, uh, these animals hogs they can bore whatever you want to call it they can kill you i mean they we, we were we were when we were scouting around we you could see where they sharpen their their little tusks at the bottom of their teeth uh, the, the, yeah, the, yeah yeah and they gore people. I mean, even on on Game of Thrones. I don't know if you watched that show. One of the kings got right, gored right. by a boar because they went out boar hunting, and it, it'll charge you. It'll charge you. It's it's a very big animal. They get a, how big? How big is how big do they get? They can get up to four hundred fifty pounds, no? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, you know, true a true wild hog with no human influence. You know, no access to unnatural foods like from you know grains from cow pens and stuff like that you know a pure wild hog um yeah i, I the biggest one that i've heard of in the, in the, this area was uh around 400 pounds so, wow and there yeah, was a now, kid i saw what was it hogzilla have you seen that yeah yeah yep yep now that was where it was alabama or georgia possibly i don't fucking um, know i just know it was even <laughs> giant it was like a cow man well, there's some of them things you see and that, you know, it'll be like in the front end of a, like a bucket loader and they'll, you know, a wild hog, you know, logzilla, um, you know, but if you take a good look at some of those, you know, those true giants, you'll notice that they, there's um, a lot of domestic traits, like overwhelming oh, okay. domestic yeah. traits in those pigs. You know, you'll see big floppy ears, you'll see foreheads that are, that are real steep. You know what I'm saying? That that come up, they're real, they're real instead of like a long, flat nose uh -huh. and flat head, they'll have shorter snouts. And um that was actually, a thing that they released, right? And it just grew up or yeah, either it escaped or, or they or it released, or maybe possibly like a first generation born, you know, wild, wild pig. You know, something that just has genetics from a, like a, a domestic, like a blue butt or a Hampshire, you know, strand of pig that just gets really big and really big fast and on top of that you know um you get it where it's it's hitting uh you know feed pens for cattle and yeah. getting all that protein and all of that and i think one of them i'm not sure which one it was but there was a huge one that was like a thousand something pounds and they saw it it was going into a pond and eating the fish food they had a feeder set up <laughs> <laughs> that would broadcast, you know, uh, pellets onto the water, and the damn pig would go in there, and he he'd be chest deep eating all the pellets off the top of the water. 
So, so there's an example. Of, yeah, there's an example of like human influence when it comes to that. You know what I mean? So yeah, and I, I the reason I got it, I wanted to get into hunting is because with the state of the world right now, the the, the what what's happening right now, I, I think it's such a great. I've never, I, I you know, I've 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 filleted a fish and I've cut open a fish and cleaned it out, but I've never filleted an animal. Or filleted. I've never cleaned out a field just an animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like it's such an important skill because, dude, I wasn't. I, I, I was. This is embarrassing, but it wasn't for me. I picked up McDonald's, and when I was in the drive-through, there was these kids like waiting with their trunk open of their car, and then this other car pulled up, and it was like just these kids, and they were waiting for somebody to come and change their fucking tire because they had a flat tire. <laughs> i can't man dude i mean come on i was like seriously i was like dude you, you literally had to wait for somebody to come out to sh- to get the tire that's the spare tire to mount it on you couldn't do that your fucking self so it comes to what's <laughs> happening right now people storm the stores to 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 buy all the food all the toilet paper and all that shit and and when before all this started i was kidding around with my wife and i told her i said listen let the food run out let it run out. Whatever happens, happens. We'll go back to nature. We we can go out and and you know how many boar there are here in Florida, hogs, wild hogs. It's oh, just as good you. meat. I mean, it's it's if anything, it's healthier. It doesn't taste the same, obviously, because it's it's a, it's a wild animal. It's it's more right, lean. Right. It's it's not eating. It's not eating. It's eating whatever it wants. It's not eating a, a diet. This is what they do with right, animals. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's they no pump them full. Of, and all yeah. That stuff. And then, yeah. If yeah. anything, it's healthier. And that's bad that we've gotten used to eating this garbage. But at the end of the day, you'll I feel you'll have that one up on that next person over because while they're probably dying of starvation because they don't know how to hunt or do whatever, you have that one up. You can go out somewhere, shoot an animal, a deer, whatever it is, have a bunch of meat for X oh, amount of time. Man. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's, that's going to separate into two groups of people: the people who can self-sustain, and then you're going to get the people who are, you know, they're sticking, they're trying to rob people because they don't, they don't have any other choice but to, you know, and that that's where you get that. Or chaos. you don't do either. Either you just shrivel up and die, or you get, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. What <laughs> <laughs> people in a de- uh, desperate scenario, you know? But uh, now, nah, hopefully, me you, he doesn't get to we'll that never, though. You'll never go hungry, you and I. That's for damn sure. So. but hopefully it doesn't get to that right because i mean oh, that's, that's scary times man i mean that's just having having to fend for yourself to to feed yourself i mean that's that's just the top of even bigger problems you know because so. uh, i mean obviously we're we're in this country and i'm and i'm i'm not i'm puerto rican and i got called a puerto rican redneck today and i was like yeah I'm, i am a puerto rican redneck that, that that's fine with me but we're in this country where we have freedoms and we have luxuries that other people in other countries don't get. And every time I watch a movie of war or something like that, like Black Hawk Down, I'm like, man, I can't imagine living in somewhere where right outside your window, there's bombs and shit going off and, and all that type of stuff, you know? Yeah. Matter of fact, I had a conversation with a guy at work today. Um, He's from, uh, you know, I, I he's from Africa. He's from a country in Western, Southwestern Africa. I don't, I don't remember some country I never heard of before, but you know, he barely speaks English. He's kind of like a higher, like a, um, kind of like a day labor guy, really nice yeah. dude. Right. But 
he was asking me, he said, Hey, you know, we were talking about where we grew up and stuff. And he said, Oh, you know, where there are a lot of gangs and we were afraid and this. And I'm like, what? No, what? no. I said, there might've been some bad people around, you know what I mean? But like bad people where I'm from and probably mo most of the places, bad people mostly just fuck with bad people. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you know, walking down the street, getting shot for no reason is kind of like, I mean, I'm sure there's places, but you know, it's yeah. not the norm. You know, I mean, it's not in suburbia. You know what I mean? And um, and he couldn't believe it. He was like, you know, I mean, he, he came from a place that was like war torn. You know? Wow. I mean, and it's there's like genocide going on in Africa. There's 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 people killing, just er eradicating other people. Oh, and that's been going on for forever, man. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's uh, that's scary. And then you hear all about them, uh, like the farmers like the South African farmers getting raided and, and killed and what these cartels are doing to them and all that. Like that's a whole other, like torturing them and giving, you know, killing their families and raping everybody. And like, I mean, doing brutal, brutal things to them, man. And it's like, imagine having to look up your shoulder for that. No yeah, thanks. no, I, I can't. I mean, it's one thing, it's one thing to kill an animal, but then it's another thing to kill a person. You know what I mean? And, oh, yeah. and, and my, my favorite thing, dude, when I when I was when I was like bow shopping and stuff like that, my favorite thing to do would be like just to see the person's reaction when they would. Oh, yeah, the, this, these arrows or this bow is good. I'm like, uh, what will it do to a man? Yeah. <laughs> just to see what they would do. Like, oh, this. Yeah, 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 this, yeah right. This will fucking kill a man. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. There you go. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> just to fuck with them. <laughs> you know, something. have you ever have you read uh, Chris Kyle's book, um, American Sniper? I don't know if you ever read that or you know, I'm I've sure seen the movie. Yeah. Well, he goes into his book about like, um, I think, I think how, guys like that are sociopaths though, dude, dude, you got it. You got to have you like, I don't know if you can train someone to become a sociopath or what, but some of them guys don't start off too good. And they sure as hell don't end up too good. I mean, they were like, they were taking bets like uh, on what, how many different weapons they can use to, you know, take out the enemy. Like, oh, have you killed? Have you got a handgun kill yet? You know, have you got a uh, machine gun kill yet? And man, there was one time where, and I hope I'm going to get this right. So uh, they were watching some insurgents cross a river, right? It's Chris Kyle and his sniper team were in a building and were watching these guys try to advance on them. You know, I don't know how far away, but they were. Are these Navy guys? Are these SEALs? Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, he was part of the SEAL teams. But yeah. they were watching these insurgents try to make moves on them, but there's a bit, there's a river in the way, you know? And I don't know how, how wide the river was. I guess it was pretty big because they were <laughs> – the insurgents were blowing up beach balls, hanging on the beach balls and kicking, you know? Fuck. And I guess, there were, <laughs> I guess there were rapids. It was pretty a pretty big, you know, wide, like dangerous river. And, yeah. you know, I, they were – got. Uh, the SEAL guys, excuse me, they were shooting the beach balls and letting the guys drown. Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean. That's fucked up. That, that's how I remember reading it. I mean, if you, you know, if you want to fact check that, then be my guest. But yeah, they were, uh, that's how I remember it going down. They were shooting well, the beach I, balls. I mean, and I don't want to talk down on the SEALs because I've had, uh, uh, you know, people from the from from the the services on, on my show before but there's been even talks about the things that they do and it, it it comes back to this this 
this tribal barbarian type behavior where when you get in that mindset you just want more and more and more and they've even talked about like when people when when they would kill somebody they would like smash their heads in their faces in they'd scalp them and and they'd be like almost like an inglorious bastards type thing right Right, like right, right. they'd be scalping them and shit and they they're talking about charging these guys with like uh, what's that uh, war of crimes or crimes of war or something oh, yeah, like that yeah, yeah. war crimes yeah for like yeah like desecration and stuff yeah for like mutilating corpses and stuff like that which i mean but but imagine be imagine being in that position where one of these guys kills your your comrade your your brother and then they proceed to cut his head off right after they they killed him that would make you feel some type of way you know what i mean so it's got it's it's fucked up man wars wars fucked up yeah then they come back here and they try to find their their place in life you know it's crazy man um it's like the guy from hurt locker he couldn't be home he couldn't he he needed to always be in that in that that place of, of of war and dude i mean that happens even today i know people i know people who are over the road truck drivers and they don't want to be anywhere else. That's not over the road. They, they can't stand being home with their spouse. They can't stand being home. Cause they're just so used to being out there by themselves, uh, disconnected. Yeah, like they, you know what I mean? Absolutely. It's like they've been reprogrammed, you know, they've been reprogrammed. It's like, you know, what's, what was normal, you know, what's comfortable is now uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah. And that, that's a crazy place to be in, you know, and being yeah. over there, you know, like, you know, rolling, playing games, you know, who killed who with what weapon. I mean, that's what I was going with. That was they were trying to I guess they were talking. That, how about, you know, can we get a compound bow kill, you know, oh, out there? But obviously that goes against, you know, rules of engage, rules of engagement types of weapons to you. You know, there's but like they had their bows. And they were target shoot on the range. And one of them's like, yeah, I'm going to try to get this bow into uh, out on the combat field and see if I could, you know, get a double lung on some freaking insurgent or some shit. <laughs> that's like, wild. Yeah. That's that's like some some real life Hunger Games. And again, I'm not I'm not ex military. I'm not ex service. Whatever. I, so I can't really speak on that. You know what I mean? Like I, I have my opinions about it. Right. And right I'm right. saying this with with an American flag behind me because you know I'm I'm. I am proud of, of to be in this country because like I said, I have a buddy of mine that lives in Vietnam and there is no protesting over there. There is no, your opinion doesn't matter to the government, to, oh, the, oh, to, yeah, to those people over there. If you, if you go out in the middle of the street and you start protesting, if you, if you want to, they'll tell you one time, Hey, listen, clean it the fuck up and go home. Guess what happens if you don't listen? Oh, I know, man. They shoot you in the head. That's 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 it. The government, the government will do that, and they'll kill you. And that's it. There's yep. nothing you can do about it. And a lot of people take that for granted in this country that when that we have freedom of speech that oh, we can talk about know. this shit right now on a podcast. You know what I mean? Yep. Oh, absolutely, man. That's like, you know, that goes beyond even any sense. Like that. That's you know, like this this rioting that that they still label it as peaceful protest yeah. when they're. They're burning shit down and blowing shit up and hurting people. Yeah. It's like, yeah. man, it's like that, that's just that's spitting in the faith of this country. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and and it's it's totally desecrating the uh, you know, 
your right to protest and freedom of speech and everything. And it's like, if you try doing that shit in freaking uh, Somalia or some shit like that, or uh, yeah, no. then there's, like there's no, there's, there's no doing it, but you it's know? like, I, what, what we talked a little bit about while we were out there about, you told me that sometimes you have to, I, I've said that the mind is, is, it, it's been it it has attributed to the most biggest atrocities in history like hitler right a man oh, cool. yeah. killed a bunch of people and then obviously the the, the doctors who yeah. use their mind for good and and their the powers that be you know what i mean like either you're either good or bad and and that just comes down to somebody's mind and you told me that when you're out there sometimes you had to beat your imagination what did you mean by you had to beat your imagination with a stick sometimes <laughs> well what <laughs> What that means is, you know, you're you're in an area where, you know, I wouldn't call it complete sensory deprivation. Yeah. But you're in a place where, you know, it's dark, it's it's quiet, you know, it's solitary. And you know, when your mind when my mind, uh, and I can I think I can speak for a lot of people, is in a state of that, your imagination, you know, could really you know, get away from you. And by beating it with a stick, what I specifically meant was once it started, once you feel it going, like, oh, what, what ifs, you know? And like I told you, <laughs> you know, what if you turn on that night vision scope and you look and, you know, what if there's something you don't want to see? Whatever it is you don't want to see, what if it's looking back at you? You know what I mean? And it, when you told out, me that, bro, like the hairs on the back of my neck stood up and I was like, oh shit. Dude, that gets me every time. And I, and and I'll and I'll beat it with a stick. I'll be there and I'll be like, I'm turning the scope on. I'll lean down the scope. Why that thing's fucking looking back at me again? I'm like, no shit. Okay, okay, chill out, you know. But in the stand, it's not that I can I can. It's easier for me to harness my imagination in the stand. You know, I feel. I guess I feel like less vulnerable. And, and truth be told, there's nothing to be afraid of except some fucking wacko out there. You know what I mean? Like a human being would be the scariest thing to me to see just come walking through there oh what the hell i mean that that's more out of place than anything you can imagine you know what i'm saying so that, like, that was my biggest fear dude like some hills have eyes hillbilly just out there what I'm just... say, I, that's what i'm saying it's that's some creepy shit so but when i'm walking and when you're at the mercy of your flashlight and you're only seeing as far as that beam will let you see as far as the vegetation will let you see and you're walking and you're and you're lugging shit and you're carrying stuff and you know you saw the mud we walk through and you're slipping yeah. and you're watching for snakes and you're listening for you know it's just like probably 95% of the time I'm I'm just like okay I'm just walking out of here but that 5% man it just it keeps just rearing its head popping in and out you know like you know what if there's something what if you see something you don't want to see it's kind of like that like there's nothing to fear but fear itself. It's like the the fear of being startled by something, you know, it freaks me the hell out. You know, I mean, one like, of my favorite authors of of all time. Let me look up the 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 quote. One of my favorite authors of all time, and somebody who inspired pretty much modern day horror with the cthulhu mythos it's hp lovecraft my favorite quote by him is the oldest and strongest emotion of mankind is fear and the oldest kind of fear is fear of the unknown 
And that's pretty go. much what we're talking about. What we don't yeah. know, that is extraterrestrial to us, that fear of not knowing what it is, right? And I, I think I asked you, because I'm I'm one that I'm into cryptids. I've I've had a shout out to Ryan Burns. I've had him on the show where he has property out by Skinwalker Ranch. I've talked about the Wendigo. I've talked about the Skinwalker. I've talked about Bigfoot. I've talked about aliens. Right, right. Yeah. And I think I asked you, I was like, th- that's the first thing you think about when you're out in some place like that, like the, the skunk ape, right? Right, right, like, right. <laughs> have you ever feel like you've ever been close to something like that? Do you believe in that? Like, you know, something, it, it's a. It's a thing that I, I find a lot of interest in. Uh, um, I can go either way. I'm sort of a skeptic. The idea of it is really intriguing. You know what I mean? Like the thought of it is like, I mean, I love you. That's my wife, man. You go on my YouTube or something or on TV, you look at my, you know, like my history. It's like you Bigfoot this, you know, it's a list a mile long. Like I'm definitely into it. You know, do I do I believe there's a po- it's a possibility? I do. I do believe it's a possibility. Um, I, I just don't know in the you know in in the volume. Some of it, I feel like there's a lot of uh, there's just a lot of error. There's a lot of hoaxing. Um, yeah. Y- you know, so it's like the credibility goes down greatly. You know what I mean? And you, and you start, and that's, that's what makes it what it is. And you start wondering, you know, where's the line between truth and fiction, you know, but you listen to some testimonials, you know, I don't believe every story. I definitely don't believe probably most of the stories, but there's some guys that, um, you know, old, old Florida, you know, crackers and, and, uh, you know, gladesmen and stuff like that. And it's like, how could these guys possibly be full of shit? How? Do you know anybody who's, who's run into one? Um, I, there was a post on Facebook on the three lakes hunters, uh, page that they said that they just, they saw a skunk ape near Lake Jackson out of three lakes. That was, this, that was this year. Yeah, it was this year. And you know what? Like, I mean, of course the thread blew up and everyone's laughing at him and this and that, but it's like, that's you know, down the, that's like down the road for me, dude. Right. That's, right. What the yep. fuck? Lake Jackson. I was going to fish Lake Jackson not too long ago. Yeah, so it's like, you know, now is this guy, again, here we go. Is this guy full of shit? <laughs> is he just trying to get a rise out of people? Because you got yeah. a rise out of people. Everyone was freaking, you know, um, you know, they were just ripping them apart. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some people, you know, being sarcastic and shit. And, you know, it's like, maybe he did. Or maybe he, and here's another thing. What about the people who really, truly believe they saw something? You know, like they're not, they're not playing around. And, and they're, Heart of hearts, they they're a thousand percent sure, you know. So it's like then you got to throw that in the mix, you know. There was uh, if I wish I could remember the website, you could do a, a Google search and find the uh, some skunk deep sightings, and the closest sighting to where me and you were sitting isn't that far away, you know. It's probably within five miles, and it was seriously. Yeah, it was a few years ago. It was on it was on the interstate. It was on 95 southbound lane uh, in, in oh, the uh, Sebastian River Preserve. I don't uh, think we're going to be able to go back there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go back there. Did you I'm finish sorry, watching I'm, that movie? I didn't. I got my son stayed at a friend's last night, and he, he wants to finish watching it. You know, halfway into it, I'm like, geez, I'm like, should he be watching this shit? <laughs> yeah, I don't think he should. Did you let him watch it by himself? 
not by him. Well, he was watching it with us, but I'm like sitting there. I'm like, you know, sometimes me and my wife will look at each other and be like, uh, is this, you know, like, but he's yeah, like so desensitized to some of that shit. It was a crazy. Let him watch the, 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 in, in the movie, Bigfoot rapes the chick, bro. Dude, we, I started seeing that. I'm like, me and my wife are looking at each other and we're like scrambling for the remote. I'm like, dude, is, yeah. is this Bigfoot? Is, it, is this really happening? I, I, you know, so yeah. That was about where we cut it off, to be honest with you. Right when we started figuring out, like, you know. Yeah, when, once you realize what was happening. Yeah, because yeah, it's kind of it, it's kind of subtle. It kind of yeah. starts out a little like, huh. Now, nah, they wouldn't do that. Oh, my God, they're doing that. You know they what I'm saying? They did that, yeah. <laughs> they did that. So. But mind you, I, I watched that movie before we went out, there, like, the week before. So, like, and mind you, I'm, I'm into all this shit, like, the whole cryptids and paranormal. And, like, there's a part of me, like you said, that believes that that – that when you when you're into it you're that much more skeptical so you'll need more proof to believe it right oh, absolutely. versus a person who's not into conspiracy theories and stuff like that and can just oh that wasn't that that was there's a more you know occam's razor there's, there's always a more logical explanation to right, it which right, right. which that's yep. fine too but i didn't know that close to where we were at was like a bigfoot sign that's wild yeah it was right on the side of 95 and there were um that it was a tall creature but i'll send you the link so you can you know share it or whatever but yeah it, it was it's there and it's it's a documented thing and there's they classify them like like an a an a b or c encounter you know what i'm saying like like what yeah you know, like what type like is it something you saw far away did you see a, a footprint yeah. you know did you did you did you hear it did it threaten you like so there's and, and that was like somewhere in the middle of several witnesses that were you know um that that saw it so i mean here's here's the thing dude like one time and i don't know if you know this you do know that there's monkeys here in florida right yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah. i I didn't know that one time i went camping over by i think it was over by Uh, like a cala somewhere like that over in that Area. Well, they're yeah, they're they're in Ocala. They're up towards Claremont, I think, and which is like north central Florida ish kind of. And right, right. I went I went camping one time. I was like towards Lakeland area down there somewhere, and I was laying down in my tent, and I and I was by a lake, and I was reading a. Here's the thing. That's the thing. I was reading a book. On I was reading Ryan Burns' book about like werewolves and skinwalkers and bigfoot and shit right, like right, that right. Tell so me here you I, see a fucking monkey <laughs> well that's it no so i kept hearing like these weird noises by the by the lake like 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 monkeys like rah, rah, like the, the, like this like you know how monkeys do like rah, they're fucking going crazy i'm like man yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. with the little bit of signal that i that i had i looked up like just out of curiosity i was like is there monkeys in florida and there is fucking monkeys but the, yeah. the and i've told this story before the craziest part about the monkeys which is a Reese's macaques which is a it's a type of monkey that's that's obviously not from here it, it they're used for like the the monkeys that they use for like experiments and stuff like that oh, and yeah, okay. the reason that they're here was because this one rich guy wanted to have exotic animals on this island right obviously obviously just leave it to the rich guy he wanted to have exotic animals oh, on the yeah, island yeah, yeah. Yeah. He released six. He failed to know that they fucking swim. So they swam off. He got six more and those six. And and but here's the scary part about it. 
And this is something I think about even when I'm out in the woods and I've even thought about like before going uh, uh, hunting. The monkeys, they have a type of herpes that can be transmitted to humans with like a 95% kill rate or some crazy number. When they scratch oh, people. I heard of herpes, could, but I'm like, you know, I mean, I, I just I just thought it, I didn't realize it was that like a deadly different type yeah. of shit. Yeah. Hey, you hear about like like the like the, the the obviously like with coronavirus, right? It came from a quote unquote bat. It right. transferred to humans, and that's why it's so crazy. The same thing with these monkeys. They the ones that are infected, they scratch people. The person gets infected and they die. I think it was like fifty percent of the time or ninety five percent of the time, something crazy. And I'm like, that's even scarier than the coronavirus. Because at least oh, shit, dude. people yeah, imagine and, that death by monkey herpes. Fuck that. <laughs> How wild that would be, dude. dude but I, but I think like, about like, this. I know, but they're such assholes to begin with. Like yeah. if there's gonna be a if there's gonna be an animal that's just gonna scratch you to be a dick, it's gonna be a monkey, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> just so like it wouldn't I wouldn't put it past Florida to actually have because if you go dude how many how many acres are there out in the everglades i've been to the everglades if you there's thousands and thousands upon thousands of acres of just land that at the end of the day you don't know what's out there it's just like in, in in the midwest there's places where you can go where you don't see people for miles Maybe not here in Florida, but there are some remote areas here in Florida. And even when I've been out to the Everglades, that it's dead quiet right off of US one or whatever in the middle of the Everglades. Right, right. It's 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 quiet, dude. It's quiet. You don't see anybody. And I was out there one time with a buddy of mine fishing, and out of nowhere, we hear like what sounded like a like a like the roar of a bear. And I'm like, again, Googling, is there fucking bears in Florida? <laughs> There's bears. In, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, man. It, it's wild. So I wouldn't put it past it that that just like the Mothman, the Mothman, they say, comes from like this, this leaking mine that that mutated it because of some chemicals that were in there that they were using in the mine. And, and then that's how you got the Mothman. I that's wouldn't like put Virginia it or some shit, right? I, I I did an episode on it a while back. I forgot, but yeah, up north somewhere, the the Mothman. Yeah, yeah, which is yeah, another, yeah. Another cryptid. I grew up in Puerto Rico. Well, I didn't grow up in Puerto Rico, but I, I lived there till I was like seven or eight. And I grew up when the chupacabra it was was like prominent, but not the chupacabra that people think of now, which is like a canine. I grew up right, with the right, chupacabra. Right. The alien looking one. Yeah, the, the one, one that looks like it. Yeah, like, yeah, like like it's all like. Got like with spikes down. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I grew up with that chupacabra, <laughs> and then when it mutated to like this dog canine looking thing, I'm like, that's not what the chupacabra is. Like, it, it, it's an eight, you know, it's 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 an ET pretty much. You know, that's what it is. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. one time I went to Puerto Rico and I went out, out to the rainforest over there, and I ended up hiking through the rainforest that they have there at Yunque, which is is is. I think I think I believe it's the northwest area somewhere there. And I ended up hike we ended up hiking through the rainforest and coming out like at the bottom of where we, uh, like the, the mountain at the bottom of where we had parked. So okay. I had a I had a walk probably like two or three miles up the mountain on this road, like this main road. And 
there was it was like raining and there was like no cars or anything coming by dude and when i was walking through the rainforest that that the main road i felt like there was something like you know like you know you know that feeling oh, where yeah, you get man. that's the feeling that i always beat away with a stick <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you man yeah no i know that feeling that you're not you know you're not as alone as you think you are you know yeah but Something's i mean you or whatever what I think, what I think Bigfoot is, dude, I think that Bigfoot is, is, is part of, in the book, and again, I mean, we, we talked, we even talked about religion. When you're, when you're, when you're in a tree stand for four and a half hours with a guy, you're going to talk some, some fatherhood, religion, conspiracy yeah, right? theories, a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah, we talked about, about the Bible. And I feel that, that Bigfoot is part of the Nephilim when, when these angels came down and they were fucking the, the, the women and fucking the animals they created this this interdimensional being and that's why i feel like it's so hard to see because they're seeing the bigfoot i don't know where it's it's gone maybe it's got an interdimensional aspect that yeah can... that, i think that's one thing sorry that's one thing that's gained popularity is, is the cross dimension you know like that going to yeah, well how come we never found a dead one you know what i mean exactly you know what I'm, you know, so like that's that's one of the things, and and that that's a little harder to entertain. You know what I mean? Because it's like you want to you want to normalize Bigfoot as much as you can. You know what I mean? Like you want to you want to make it as as like rational and like is like simplify what it is. We want to, but, we, but we also want to personify it because we're 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 humans. You know what I mean? We're, exactly. We want to androgenize everything, even when we yep. see something. It's like, oh, it looked like a big hairy man. It might have been a fucking bear on its two hind legs because they're right, right. They're big. You know what I mean? Like, like how how have you seen? Have you seen? This is another documentary you should check out. I think it's on Hulu. Grizzly Man. Have you seen that documentary? I've I've heard of it. Is that the uh, that's the guy who kind of like lives among the bears? Dude, right? dude, you gotta watch that documentary. It's is it by a series her, or is it like a? Uh, it's an hour and forty five minute documentary by Herzog. I forget his name. He's he, I think he's a German or Russian director. If you, once you hear the guy's voice, you're gonna be like, oh, I've heard this guy's voice before. The guy who narrates it. Be and dude, it's such. I, you know, I'm, I'm I watch a fair amount of documentaries, but this is one of the few documentaries that when I started watching it, it really sucked me in. And you got to check it out because again, it's about this guy who has a, I guess, a a, a man bear complex. He wants to be a, a bear, and he's living next to these giant grizzly bears with nothing, no bear mace, no no ten millimeter, no nothing right, right. on him bro because he he feels that they're they're not dangerous that they're and then eventually he feels I mean, a connection and all that with them and all, yeah how did that but, work out <laughs> well there you that's what i said spoiler alert he fucking gets hit by bear you know <laughs> i think everyone if you don't see that coming man i don't know yeah well, well here's the thing he when i find it so fascinating something that can eat you with its face it's it's fascinating to me. Like that picture you showed me, was that your trail cam? That 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 cat was that a cougar, a bobcat? Oh, the bobcat, yeah, yeah. Those things will fucking tear your throat out. Yeah, I mean, it's like anything, like any any wildlife when it's provoked. You know, whether it's backed in a corner, injured, protecting its young, threatened, and however what you know, like 
dude, a cat is like, that's the, that's the last thing on earth you want to tangle with. I mean, it's just everything sharp and everything hurts. Everything's <laughs> fat. You know, it's just like, it's like, it's like a Ferrari with razor blades, you know, like uh. this, you know, but it's like, you know, that thing's not going to look at you and say, I'm going to eat that dude and just straight up attack you like your prey. Like, and that's why I don't, I don't really fear any, any animals when I'm out there. Like I, I don't fear, um, you know, coyote, like we heard coyotes. Remember we heard them sounding off. Yeah. They were, they were going off at the train. Like I've come face to face with them out there, you know, on the golf cart. Of, of course, I'm, you know, false sense security, golf cart, whatever, you know, but still it's, it's nothing I'm afraid of because I've been around enough wildlife and been in the woods enough to know that like, dude, you are the scariest thing out there, man. You know, anything that we have seems thumbs, weird, right? that's it, man. <laughs> thumbs and you walk up, right? Anything that seems you is going to boogie. They don't want nothing to do with you, man. Nothing. You're not Except afraid like, of the boars, bro? Um, no, I mean, I've had a couple incidences where, you know, there was one time we, we come up on an injured one. Um, again, it was injured. I mean, now here you go. That's a game changer. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's – you now you put yourself in a vulnerable situation like that. You, you can interchange that animal with anything at that point, you know? So it's like, okay, it's injured. Yeah. I had a, I had a, a run in where it got, it got pretty hairy, you know? And then there was another one where it was trapped and again, it was trapped and it had babies with it. But like, do I, so in that situation, yeah, it's very, you can be very cautious and, and yeah, it is scary. You know? Um, I mean, you know, you're facing off with a couple hundred pound animal with huge teeth that's, you know, looking to defend its life to the end of its life. Yeah. So, but am I afraid of, some, of, of, you know, a hog just coming out of the swamp and just totally straight up attacking me out of nowhere? No, I'm not. You know, I, I don't think that, I mean, maybe it happened somewhere. Um, you know, there's freak things that happen places, yeah. but that's not something that's a reality to me. You know what I mean? Do you um, think that when you shoot the animal it, and it's got the adrenaline running through its blood, do you think that does something to the meat? Do you think that does something? Do you think that affects the quality of the meat? Um, there's I was rumor thinking that about that the other day. Yeah, there's rumor that it does. I mean, and like theoretically, if you think about, you know, what your muscles go through in a stressful situation, you know, releasing all endorphins and toxins and, and adrenaline. I have a, a friend of mine, a good friend of mine who's, you know, hunted many for many years and has you know, taken animals all over the world. He's uh we were skinning out some pigs one night and there was a yellowish type of film, kind of like a it was almost like a as it dried up a little bit, it almost had it resembled tissue paper, kind of like a wet tissue paper. Yeah. And it was like an opaque yellow. It was between the hide and the and the meat, and he he told me now, you know, I, and I have yet to look into this. He said that's adrenaline. That's what's released from the muscles, and, and that's part of, you know, uh, how it's released and and how it surfaces on the meat. And I'm like, oh, the guy knows his stuff. Well, it'd be something fuck? that it would be kind of something neat to um to look into. But you know, I bow hunt mostly, so everything I shoot which is mainly hogs, everything I shoot runs, you know, and it, and it, yeah. and 
within, you know, somewhere around the five second mark on a, on, on a, on a good hit, it, it's, it's done. So everything I eat has been exposed to that push of adrenaline, you know, at the last minute. And I can't, I can't say for certain that that meat tastes any different than something that I shot in the head with a rifle that dropped dead and didn't know what happened. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. I got you. Cause you're, you're originally from Connecticut, right? You did a lot of hunting up there. Uh, growing up, I did a lot of small game hunting, you know, um, mainly just screwing around in the, the neighborhood woods with, you know, a 22 or BB gun. And, you know, once I got to the age, my brother, my brother really grew up, you know, hunting that area hard, very, very hard. And he, you know, we were both introduced to, you know, squirrel hunting and that grew to pheasant What's, hunting. What does squirrel taste like? Does it taste good? Uh, yeah, it does. <laughs> and I, was, I mean, it's so cliche, but it, it tastes like dark meat chicken. You know, maybe a little, maybe a little, game, maybe a little bit gamier, but it ain't bad. I mean, I could say it tastes like rabbit, but if you don't know what rabbit tastes like, then you know. Yeah, rabbit's a rabbit thing. soup is delicious. Rabbit stew. Yeah, so if you've had that before, then yeah, squirrel is very similar. But um, you know, my brother graduated to hunting, you know, deer, and at that point, man, we, me and him were two different people. I, I couldn't, I couldn't sit in a tree stand. You know, he was older than me, and he has way more patience than me. I, I just couldn't do it, you know. And that's kind of where, where I hung it up for a while and just got into other things you know were you the kid but, with uh, adhd bro probably probably yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's crazy man that that that's uh, yeah ho hopefully we when when we go out next time which is hopefully soon we can get my first hog and then i got my hunting license so maybe we'll go out to a nice. a, a, a public public land area and maybe get a deer or something i don't know hopefully Dude, then... i'm really uh i'm really pumped to get you on your first pig man I, i've gotten a few people on their first their first pig and it's like that's really what i get enjoyment for like i can't wait until you feel you know forget the crossbow at night like that's cool but until, when you feel you know that psc bow behind you when yeah. you were on full draw and you're you're coming down on an animal Man, I'm telling you, there's nothing like there is not a feeling in the world like it. I mean, that is like you want to talk about the moment of truth and the world standing still for that moment. I mean, it's you know, there is just nothing like it, man. That that's the addiction. That's the is that's it, the moment. That's the moment you you chase is that that moment of of you know full draw. It's it's unreal. There's nothing like it. Is it gonna be as epic as as the day my son was born? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's apples to oranges man i don't know about that imagine this is the best day of my life <laughs> Did you ever yeah 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 <laughs> oh man yeah, that's man, hilarious yeah, yeah. but yeah dude i i I'm, I'm looking forward to it hopefully we'll get out there again soon and i had a lot of fun chatting with you today jeff and absolutely and, wise man Definitely. hopefully this is to, to more memories out in the in the woods and and seeing again i'm excited i'm pumped because it's like when when you practice towards something and you're you're just working on that and then seeing the fruit of your labor finally come to to, to you know to that like you said that moment 
It's like what that's what that's what what was that one saying? That's what the determines the, the boys from the men. Oh yeah, thing. separates the men from the boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like oh. I'm I'm waiting, man. I'm patiently waiting, and it's like you said, you have to get in. You have to go into it with a certain kind of mindset. You can't rush. The, you can't rush the process. You can't. You got to Like what I was telling you when I was getting my 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 boat, and I'm like, I don't want to tune it with with the broadheads on it yet because I don't feel I'm ready. Because right, right, right. when I go out there, I don't want that animal to suffer. Even if it is invasive, even if it's not a whatever, I still don't want it to suffer because, I mean, essentially you're still putting, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, that, that animal didn't even know what it hit it. Bro, if you took a fucking arrow through your chest, through <laughs> your lungs, I'm pretty sure you're going to feel that. I mean, you make the best of it so it's more swift, but it's going to be the swiftest death that animal could have in the wild. It really because is, man. Absolutely. It could get attacked by a gator, get its arm ripped off. And just chomped on for for hours and drown when you shoot absolutely, hard and I, lungs, you know. I totally agree with that. that. That's something that gets brought up a lot. You know, it's like you know, like Ted Nugent always says, "Is like you know, tooth, fang, and claw." You know, I mean, that's that's the worst way to go. You know, yeah. Something starts eating you before you're even dead, and that's why, like, I, I resent when people look down at hunters. It's like, no, this is this is the most merciful thing that you can do it sounds like yeah. sounds so ass backwards but it's it's the truth it's like man you know it's like I joe mean, rogan joe rogan talks about like getting attacked by a grizzly bear and getting ate from the dick up can you imagine that bro <laughs> <laughs> just starting at, at your dick and just chomping its way up you're there's just nothing you can do oh, all you can do is just scream man there's no no one there to help you there's i mean it's like you it know, just tears I, you to shreds, like the I like I told you. I, I watched Revenant before going out there with you, dude. Yeah, that right. movie, man. Oh my god, what a dude, good, so what a real. great movie. It's so real, you know. You told me it was based on a true story. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Based on a true story about the that trappers is... and all that. Yeah, most of that movie, of course, you know, that's the. You know, I'm sure they they modify stuff to yeah, make it more yeah. interesting whatever make a movie out of it but no but like that bear attack that's real that is really had no yeah no i mean how do you live that. through that dude like how do you just like you're not fight for your life and you know look at look at you or me look at a human being like what do we have we have yeah. shit we There's don't even, we, have thumb, we have thumbs we have thumbs <laughs> <laughs> that's about it dude and you can't do shit you're just like you just kind of like Okay, I guess this is it. And you just clawing and screaming and they, oh. oh man. Well well again, spoiler alert for that for that documentary. It it turns out that at the end of that, he does get attacked by obviously a grizzly bear and he records it. He he got it on recording. He him and his girlfriend got it on recording, bro. No shit. Did the girlfriend well, I don't wanna I don't want you to reveal too much or have to, but you know, I don't know. Did she? Did she get it too? Yeah. She, oh, yeah. She got it. Both of them oh, got it. Yeah, man. yeah that's what I got. <laughs> Dude, watch the documentary. Watch it. It's called Grizzly. The yeah, Grizzly Man. I've seen it like a thousand times, like on there. I don't know why the hell I never, you know, never watched. You know what it is? Probably like, okay, yeah, the dude gets eaten. You know, it's like watching the Titanic. <laughs> it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes deeper than that, dude. It's it's a great oh, great documentary. Yeah, yeah, but. But again, dude, I had a lot of fun today, man. This is your first podcast. We got it down in the yeah. books. Hopefully, when I get my first haul, we'll do another one of how that was and, and we'll have a story man, to tell. Yeah. 
I can't wait. I got a couple spots that I got I got lined up that you know maybe we could do something at. I don't know when you'll be ready with your compound, but you know, you tell me when, and we'll just we're just gonna make it happen. Yeah, so, dude, for sure. I had a lot of absolutely. fun today, Jeff. Likewise, thanks a lot, man.